You're listening to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Episode 11 starts now. This is the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. As always, I am Justin. I'm here with Jamie, and we have a special guest tonight named Will. Will, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody and uh, before we jump into it, just so people know who we're talking to. Sure. Uh, my name is Will James. Um, I'm one of the newer writers over at geekdead.com. Um, been doing that for a couple of months now. Um, I also have, uh, I co-host a podcast with my two-year-old. Um, so that, that's been fun. We've been doing that for a few months. We have seven episodes now. Um, and by day, I work at a software company that makes software for banks. So nothing fun or interesting. <laughs> That must be incredibly exhilarating, day in and day out. It is. It is. I, I look forward to it every day. <laughs> so before we get into the different stuff, I have to ask you: How does a podcast with your two-year-old work? I, I haven't. I haven't heard it. I'm gonna have to go listen to it. But uh, like, how um, <laughs> so. And, and the nice thing is, every episode is between like twelve and twenty minutes, so they're pretty short and easy listens. Um, but pretty much, I just. I, I don't want to force him to do it. That's one of the things for me. So I always just ask him if he wants to talk on the microphone. We, okay. we, we talked about what the microphone is and everything. So, so he gets pretty excited about the microphone usually. And we just kind of sit and talk about stuff. I try not to make it scripted. We've done a couple where we'll like read a book or something and mm-hmm. do voices. So there's a couple that are a little bit more structured, but for the most part, it's kind of just, what did you do this weekend? Um, we talked. He, he went to Comic Con with me, so we talked about Comic Con on one of them from his perspective. Again, he's he's two, so, <laughs> but but he's a pretty vocal two-year-old. Um, so he there's definitely back and forth participation and everything. So he had some like crazy insights on Comic Con. I'm guessing. <laughs> Mostly he'll he'll tell you who he saw. Yeah. <laughs> all the characters that he saw that he liked and everything. That's fantastic. So does he have any opinions on the current state of the superhero genre? <laughs> he doesn't really. So he's just starting to kind of get into superheroes and Star Wars, um, both. Um, he he knows a few characters, but it, it's I'm not sure how he learns them because he hasn't really seen or watched anything yet because there's not really superhero programming for two-year-olds. Right. Um, but like, I think it's just mostly osmosis through stuff around the house or characters that he sees. But yeah, he, he was pretty excited to see Spider-Man at Comic-Con. Right. And he thought Deadpool was Spider-Man too at first. Uh, I can see that. They look kind of alike. Yeah, I remember when my daughter's went, my daughter, singular, went to her first Comic-Con. And she was probably also about two. And she... It was like Disney World for her because she wanted to take a picture with every character that she saw. But by far, the the one that she enjoyed the most was Spider-Man. And I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, and, and she wasn't at that time either. But, I mean, she knew who he was. Um, but, yeah, when she saw Spider-Man and then mm-hmm. she saw another one and another one, I mean, she just went crazy because she loved she just loved Spider-Man for some reason. So that, that's funny that – that he yeah, had the same reaction. It, I don't it, know what it is. If you ask him even now today, if like just a couple of days ago, we were sitting somewhere, my wife and my son and I, and her and I were talking about upcoming convention. And I said, Comic-Con. And he just started saying, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's when you say con, he says Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's pre- I, I am a big fan of starting them young. Uh, when right. I go to when I go to a convention and and I see lots of little kids like little kids, um, that kind of it kind of warms my heart. It's cheesy to say, but it's it's really awesome. Some and, and when they're dressed up, when the parents dress them up, um, you know sometimes that could be bad because sometimes parents think it's really <laughs> funny to dress up their kids like really inappropriately. Um, oh. But I have seen I saw I, I want to <laughs> say I saw him twice, and I don't think it was the same one, but I saw a baby like less than a year old, probably only about five or six months old. And the parents had made him a Mega Man costume, like full on Mega Man with, wow. with, a, with a little helmet um, hoodie and everything. And it was just the most adorable thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a guy in the Dablogger Facebook group I'm in, and he he went to a con with his son and they did a full racket, Rocket Raccoon 
uh, costume like they made it from scratch, and it was unbelievable. Oh, that's great. Was and, was was the dad Groot? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't know if he went as anything. I think he did, but I can't remember. See, now that would be awesome. Get your kid to dress up like Rocky Raccoon. You dress up like Groot and just carry your kid around on your shoulder all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. we 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 decided that. Um, I, I started getting into cosplay the same t- year my son was born. So every time that we've gone, we've done a father-son costume. Awesome. So la- last year we did, he was an Ewok and I was Luke, and or Luke. And then we also did Spike and Ein from Cowboy Bebop that year. Oh, wow. So he dressed up like a corgi. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then this past year, we did, um, he was Link and I was um, Hipster Navi. <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures for that. That that was pretty sweet. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> it, it's amazing how much they pick up on stuff. Like my son watches uh, some of the the stuff on Netflix, like the superhero stuff. And I was talking to him the other day. We went to the free comic book day here at our local comic shop. And the stuff he knew, like there were some characters and backstories. I had no idea what he was even talking about. <laughs> and he was like, why isn't this guy? I don't even know what he was talking about. He was like, why isn't this guy here from the Avengers? And and my daughter knew all about Ultron. And she, like I was telling her about, oh, you know, the new movie. She goes, yeah, I know, Ultron. I've seen him before. <laughs> like, That's awesome. It's pretty funny what they pick up on. And he went, he uh, did a makeshift com- uh, costume for com- uh, free comic book day. He just did it himself. I didn't even tell him to do it. And he, he found like a bag and a bow and arrow and he wanted to be Hawkeye. So that was pretty neat. <laughs> really, that's all you need to be Hawkeye is a bag yeah. and a bow and arrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Now, now, you, Jamie, you have a daughter and I do too. Have you gotten the question yet? We'll segue into one of our topics. Mm-hmm. Have, you got, have you gotten the question yet about why there why there is no black widow or other type of female superhero stuff for sale in the marvel universe i actually got the question the other day i wasn't expecting it just out of nowhere she asked me she was looking at t-shirts and there was nothing (laughs) she goes daddy why isn't there you know yeah um yeah you know she hasn't actually um and i and i don't i'm not really sure why that is but i have an idea um, I mean, she, I think I've said this before, she's not really a girly girl, you know, in quotes. Right. So she's not the princess type, the fairy type. So she's always, from the very beginning, sort of been drawn to what's, you know, the stereotypical boys' toys and boys' mm-hmm. shows. And she's she's loved Star Wars and she's loved the Avengers and, and stuff like that. Um, and she doesn't. As far as I can tell, she doesn't draw a huge distinction between the male characters and the right. female characters. I mean, she there are certain female characters she loves. Like she loves Miss Marvel, and mm. she actually cosplayed as Miss Marvel to several cons last year, and you know, to to great reception. Um, and um, so there are the female characters that she likes, um, and, and the shirts and stuff that she has. I guess subconsciously I've made an effort. Like I've bought her a lot of shirts from like online, like from those shirt a day websites and stuff that actually do have a much better representation than okay. shirts you would find in target. So, and if you look, if she looks in her closet, I think she would see a lot of shirts with female characters, but I mean, she doesn't really walk around target looking for right. stuff like that. And I don't, I mean, she knows who black widow is, but, um, mm-hmm. Not, I mean, she's not like intimately aware of of all those characters because she's never seen the movies. You know, like her, the extent of her knowledge of the Avengers is, you know, a few of the cartoons that they've watched on Netflix. Right. Um, but she, they, she's never, they've never seen any of the Marvel movies. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, she's just turned six, so I'm assuming that, you know, the more aware she becomes of of that, the more I'll hear it. But I haven't really heard anything yet. So what what did you hear? Um, well, she was just asking me about why why she couldn't find anything with Black Widow or uh, Miss Marvel is another one they both really like. Um, but my son likes her too, and she was just we were looking at uh, actually I posted it on Instagram a few weeks ago. There was uh, they had a children. I don't, do you have Children's Place down where you guys are? Yeah. Yeah. So she I posted a picture from there, and they had uh, different pink shirts and girly colored shirts but they had spider-man 
Avengers and those type of characters on them. And that's cool because my daughter loves the Avengers, but she was wondering why Black Widow wasn't there <laughs> as well. It's a good question. It is. Yeah. A, what was your answer? Well, you know what? I, I don't really know what to tell her. I just – I don't know. I assume – and you can't explain it to her. I assume it's a business decision at some level that they think that it's not going to sell or something. But, I, I mean, you can't tell a seven-year-old that, oh, maybe Disney wants to make more money that way. <laughs> See, that's, that's probably exactly what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that, that kills me, though, the thing that I don't get is – and, again, maybe you know it's, it's hard to tell where the Marvel versus Disney line is. but right. and, and obviously the mass market is a little bit different. But Marvel's been making female action figures and merchandise for their female characters – forever and they always sell well they always are like the most valuable usually in any series because they always you know they still even though they're making them they get short packed and everything else they make a ton of money off of them and they have for a long time so it's just weird to me that they think that they're not going to sell and -hmm. that they need to not promote it i don't know and and it helps with uh, i saw mark ruffalo tweeted uh, a couple days ago or whenever it was asking the question so at least people like him are asking the questions of the company i don't know if that will spark any conversation or not but it's definitely a <laughs> it's definitely a starter that's for sure yeah it's um i mean i think this is you know not an official explanation because i don't know this from an official point of view but i i feel like and I don't know why Disney has really segmented their market. You know, they feel like they've got the, you know, the quote unquote, we've got the girls covered with mm-hmm. Disney princess and Disney and, and the fairies, you know? So like if girls don't like the princesses or the whole Tinkerbell thing, it's almost like they don't know what to do with them. <laughs> and, you know, and vice versa, the same is also true. You know, for boys, boys get mm-hmm. Star Wars and they get Marvel. And if boys want something different, like they don't know what to do with or Jake, you know, and then there's like, you know, it it trickles down because there's Jake is for the boys and Sophia the first is for the girls, you know, and and yes, there there are female characters and there's that I don't even know their their names, but there's the one girl that's in Jake's little band and yeah. um, uh Izzy, I think her name is. Yeah, and Sophia the first, I mean he's a prince, I think. He's either Prince, the dad, or he's the tailor. I think and Sophia the first are the are the, are the male characters, and I mean, I, for a company that's so diverse in itself and expansive, and they don't own just one IP. I mean, they 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 own everything at this point. It, <laughs> I kind of don't get why they still are drawing that. Not even a subtle distinction. They're drawing a very hard line between the sexes, and pretending that they don't know what to do with a girl who doesn't like princesses or fairies or a boy who doesn't want a superhero. Um, there's really, that I can think of off, with the, off the top of my head, there's really no, you know, good for both sides, middle of the road, unisex, appeals to everybody product. You know, I mean, I guess the, I guess the movies are that way, you know? I mean, they, they did a fairly good job with Big Hero 6, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but Big Hero Six, for as great of a movie as it was, and as you know, the great female characters that they had, really didn't have very much merch, you know. And I mean, there was it yeah. didn't it yeah. wasn't a successful movie in terms of what they put out there for for people to buy. I wonder, I wonder if they fully realized how big that movie was going to get. I mean, I, surely they would have, but. It seems weird to me that they didn't have, you know, have the stores filled with the toys. And... Yeah, and it, it seemed like a month after it opened, it was just, it was gone. Like, like yeah. there, you didn't see anything, you didn't hear anything, nobody was talking about it. It was like there was this big lead up to it. It came out, everybody loved it, and then it just disappeared. Yep. It's strange, and I don't have an answer, <laughs> and I don't know why they why they do that. Well, you, they even do it on the level of. Uh, I mean, it goes right up what you're talking about. It even trickles up to uh, their promotional side, like with the Disney Moms panel and uh, the event that you're going to in in a week. I don't want to talk too much down on it, but <laughs> like by just the name of it alone, the Disney Moms Celebration, and there's dads coming, but it's Disney Moms Celebration, and it's just it's just kind of I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go take a I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and say it's a business decision at some level to brand that way. But, it is, and I mean, but why they do it, I'm not sure. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, it's the you know the Disney 
social media mom celebration. There's only two hundred. I don't know how That's many right. people total. You're There's right. like 150, 200, 200 people. There's only two dads yeah. that are in, that are invitees. You know, I mean, more were invited that I know about, but I could still count them all on one hand. I think I only found five dads who were invited, and the other three got shut out because they didn't um, reply in time. So only two of us are in. Um, I mean, there will be other dads there, but they're all husbands to the mommy bloggers. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and over at Geek Dad, I know a lot of the other writers, and I don't know, Will, if you've encountered any of this yet. I mean, we are geekdad.com, and we're there are a couple of the, the, the women who write for Geek Mom also do contribute to Geek Dad, but by and large, we're mostly men. And from a PR perspective, we are still basically considered mommy bloggers. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just because true. the mommy blogger sphere is so huge. Um, and um, there's relatively, comparatively few dads doing it. Mm-hmm. We, we yeah. just all get lumped together. Now, yeah, and now that this isn't about Disney, but that's exactly what the Dad 2.0 Summit is, Jamie. You were asking about it. Right. It's going to be in D.C. this year. And that's the kind of stuff we get together, and, and they have a mission every year, and so they have different things that they talk about. So that that's what it's on the what's on the docket for it. Yeah. Talking about uh, dads stepping up and showing the st- that the stereotypes aren't true, that you know there are such thing as involved fathers that care, and that's yeah. that's a that's just my plug for Dad 2.0. It's a great great conference if you want to check it out. So yeah. Disney. I don't know. Will Will, do you have the answer? That's why you're here. No. That's why you're here this week is to give us the, all the answers. Oh yeah. no, I, I don't. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> so I mean, it it it's that segues. I mean, we're talking about you know gender representation and and just on merchandise and things like that. But I mean, there's the ever since Disney bought Star Wars, the the question has been out there looming. You know, is is Princess Leia ever going to be a Disney princess? And you know, for me, I, I, I really hope not. I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, what do you think, Will? Yeah, I'm the one who, who brought this up, I guess, with Jamie before. But um, we, we were at – my wife and my son and I were at Disneyland a few months back. And there was this little girl wearing a shirt that obviously she got somewhere online. But the shirt said, my princess carries a, a blaster, I think it said. And it had a, a princess lay on it. Uh, so we were talking about, you know, now that Disney owns Star Wars, you know, why don't they make Leia a Disney princess? And I I absolutely agree that I don't want her to be a Disney princess if they princess the fire, you know, basically what they did to Brave after the movie. Mm-hmm. They, you know, slimmed her waist and lowered the neckline on her dress and, you know, all that stuff. I don't want I, don't, I definitely don't want to see that happen to Leia. But on the flip side, if they could manage to make her a princess but not do that to her, I think it would be good because there would be a princess, another princess who's independent, strong-willed, doesn't need a man to save her, you know, all that good stuff. Right. What, do you, what do you mean another princess who, who is strong, independent, and doesn't need a man to save her? Well, I think I – think... <laughs> well, I, I mentioned Brave, but Br- I, I guess probably Brave and Mulan are kind of two that I would think yeah, of. They're, the out, as, they're, they're definitely the, the outcasts. Anna's kind of like that too, Anna in Frozen. Yeah. I, I mean it's just the, – the problem is Disney princess – is not i mean it's not you know lowercase p it's not that they're just disney princesses anymore i mean this is a marketing juggernaut capital d capital p disney princess it Mm -hmm. is a brand unto itself which is hilarious because they spent decades with all of these characters and from what i understand it was sort of a mandate within the company that none of the those characters could ever appear together because they all existed in their own stories. So Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, they all existed in their own worlds, and they were never supposed to appear together because that would ruin the magic and it would it would defeat the purpose of their own individual powerful stories as they were. Hmm. And then I don't really know the history of how it began, but then the Disney princess thing popped up, and now they're all best buds and they do everything together. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> You know, in every every kid's kindergarten kid's backpack now. Exactly. And they've whatever independent flavor they each had before that, I don't know. I mean, they are almost indistinguishable from one another at this point. You know, if yeah. you if you except for the color of their dress, 
Mm-hmm. I would have no way to know who's Sleeping Beauty, who's Cinderella. You know, ex- you know, color of the dress and the hair color is the only thing that sets them apart. They have no personalities other than I'm a prim and proper princess. Right. R- Rapunzel kind of stands out a little bit. She's a little – I don't know if you've seen her character, like in the, the face character for her in the parks. She's a lot more spunkier than – She's not, you know what I mean? She's not yeah. as, oh, thanks for coming. She's actually, like, really funny and engaging, so yeah. she kind of stands out. But but I know what you mean, like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, yeah, uh, those those three in particular to me, they all seem like the same person. <laughs> it, they do. I mean, you look at those group shots of all the, the Disney princesses, you know, and I mean, as it is, Merida and Mulan just sort of always have this, like, look pissed off look on their face, like, why do I need to stand with this group? And I mean, if there's ever a group of women that Princess Leia should not be standing with, like in solidarity, I guess it would be those Disney princesses because they're so opposite. The personalities and what they're supposed to represent are so opposite. Right. So that's my take. I mean, I hope that they never officially make her a Disney princess because that I feel would be a, a huge injustice to her character. Right. And I, I think that would make a lot of, uh, the huge Star Wars fans uh, fly off the handle, <laughs> you know, like the ones that were in it before, before Disney ever took it over. Yeah. And maybe the they fact that were. they're expanding the, uh, the the other Star Wars stuff at Disneyland. Hopefully, yeah. I I think they had they're gonna have a problem of if they would do it, it would be great. But a problem of bringing in all the characters in whatever Star Wars land they're planning on making Tomorrowland into or whatever. Right. And. You know, do they bring in Leia anyway and just keep her away from the other princesses? Or do they keep doing what they're doing now, which is pretend she doesn't exist in the park? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's that that brings up the other question of what are they going to do with this quote-unquote Star Wars land? Right. Um, yeah, a lot of talk has been, you know, it's going to be an overlay to Tomorrowland. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um I think they're going to probably just do an expansion to Hollywood studios mm-hmm. because they've closed sound closed down so much there. They just closed the back lot. I think, you know, the back lot is prime real estate. They'll probably just expand over there, put in a whole new star Wars land. Um, and, I don't, I don't know what the space situation is like a California adventure, but they could probably do something similar there. And speaking of that, the, the rumor mills have been churning all this week. Uh, so, somebody, I forget who it was, maybe Tom Bricker, uh, wrote an article about Universal ramping up to get rid of their Marvel-themed areas. So the yeah. speculation is that Marvel is going to be coming to Disney because why would they be getting rid of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I did hear that, that they might be working behind the scenes on an agreement. Right, and so that seems like a that seems like a perfect, uh, I don't know, as far as I see, the, the Hollywood studio seems like a perfect spot landing spot for marvel and star wars like those type of entities disney owns yeah but i mean who knows (laughs) it's just rumors at this point but it's very interesting to follow yeah i am looking forward to the iron man at uh, hong kong disneyland though the iron man experience ride right i've sort of been following that tangentially i just want to i don't know if they've released much more beyond the uh the prototype art but that the concept art but uh is is it going to be like a simulator do you know um, from what I understand, it's going to be like a, um, a, uh, like a, one of those like 3d 4d experiences. I don't, I don't really know if you're going to be sitting in a car like star tours or if it's going to be more of like you are iron man. I'm not really sure how it's going to work. Right. Well, but, yeah. it looks good. Yeah. Well, the, the Spider-Man ride at universal is one of my favorite rides anywhere. So <laughs> it'd be cool if it was something like, I don't know, something like that. Have you been on it before, Jamie? The I have Spider-Man. not. Uh, I, really last cool. time, last time I was at Universal was when I was a kid, and it, okay. that was long before any of those other rides were there. So yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about the evil side on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Was there what 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 else did we have? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I don't have the cast in front of me, but I can bring I, it. Up. I I have it up. Okay. Cool. We're gonna edit all this out, Will. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so speaking speaking of um, princesses and not being able to tell them apart, Beauty and the Beast is actually my and my wife's probably favorite of all of the uh, princess movies. 
because Belle is actually, you know, although she still does end up falling into the princess trap, she at least at the beginning is, you know, independent, well-read, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. Like the other princesses. I agree. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think about the casting for her in the movie with Emma Roberts? Watson. Emma Watson? I, Emma Watson. I, I am I sorry. Yes, Watson. Where? <laughs> I know. I that. <laughs> don't think they could have picked anybody better. I love Emma Watson. So, and I mean, we we didn't see Cinderella yet, the, the live action one, because Cinderella's just never been that interesting to us. Yeah. You know, kind of how we were talking about, she's just kind of a bland princess. But I've heard lots of great things about the movie, so I'm sure we'll see it. But we didn't run out to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a whole episode on that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the the whole beyond Emma Watson, I mean, the whole cast for this thing looks incredible. I, I brought up the uh, cast list here. We've got Emma Watson as Belle, Luke Evans as Gaston, and Luke Evans played Bard in the uh, the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Dan Stevens as Beast, and I'm not really familiar with him, but it looks like he was in Downton Abbey and yeah, a bunch he's, of other stuff. He's fantastic in Downton Abbey. So. Yeah, he's a great he's a great actor. He's probably the 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 one I'm least excited about just because I've only seen him in Downton Abbey, so I don't know what else right. <laughs> he can really do. But he's a great actor, so I I'm sure he'll do he'll do fine. We've got Ewan McGregor as Lumiere, and as far as I'm concerned, Ewan McGregor can do no wrong. Prequels yeah. in, <laughs> prequels included. <laughs> um Google and Baku Raw. Movies, right? What's that? He was the highlight of those movies. But he was. He was. Um he did the best with what he had and he just didn't yeah have a whole lot <laughs> uh let's see we've got google and botha raw as plumette ian mckellen as cogsworth okay stanley tucci as cadenza josh gad olaf himself as the <laughs> emma thompson as mrs potts kevin klein as maurice um and then a, bu- a bunch of others that aren't as big names but kevin that is quite the cast yeah yeah I yeah. mean, granted, a lot of those may not be very recognizable throughout much of the movie. Um, not exact. I mean, it, nobody really knows what the movie's going to look like in terms. I mean, it's it's quote unquote live action, but when you've got Ian McKellen as a clock, you know, yeah. and Ewan McGregor as a candlestick, I'm not really sure how that's going to work. <laughs> that's the one thing about this that I'm I'm the most intrigued by is how they're going to do that. If they're going to be more human, not human. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with it. There'll be CGI. <laughs> no, you know, I, I'm envisioning this horror show of, like, high school quality costumes where it's like Ewan McGregor's walking around with, like, this draped in this costume and his arms are up over his shoulders as, like, candlesticks. And all you can see is his face poking through a round hole in the in the costume and it looks awful. And I'm sure it's going to look better than that. But that in my head right now is what Beauty and the Beast is going to look like. Yeah, and then Ian McClellan, McClellan, same thing with his head poking out of this little clock face. Oh yeah, exactly. Like little, like little, um, like the the minute in our hands, like rotating around his nose. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't want to be the cr- the creative behind coming up with what they're going to be dressed in. I, because I can't even think about what it's going to be like. I don't even. They can't do it stupid, right? <laughs> no one, everyone would just tear it apart if it looked if it looked awful. Yeah. I mean, maybe they will do it that way. I don't know, but I can't see it. I have no idea. And I mean, there's who's directing this? Um, I'm, I'm looking here, and I all I. Bill Condon? Oh, Bill Condon. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Bill Condon. I know the name. Let's see what Twilight movies. That's not good. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did did both parts of Breaking Dawn. Oh, no. But you know what? Let me see. Is this the right Gods and Monsters? Maybe we'll have sparkly clocks. He directed um, Gods and Monsters, which was with Ian McKellen. This is way, going way back to 1998. And now, granted, I have not seen it since then. And it stars Brendan Fraser, who's usually not one of my you know, top, right. top, top favorite actors. But I remember that movie being um, actually quite good. Um, I'll have to go back and watch it and see if I have a faulty memory. But um, Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls fifth estate so it'll be interesting 
Yeah, that Maybe. seems interesting. I don't know, but there's yeah, he hasn't no... done a lot of stuff. Eighteen movies since 1987 isn't a ton, but no. So who does he know at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> the executives in that movie. Yeah, the guy that did Twilight. Let's get him. Yeah, that's not usually your first go-to. You know, it's like get me the Twilight guy. <laughs> so it looks like senior art director James Foster and Nick Gottschalk. So they're the guys under the gun. Okay. Well, so if it looks awful, I guess they're the ones that we're going to blame. It so let's see. James Foster has uh, Star Wars Episode Three. Uh, are you kidding? Okay. No. Oh, you're not kidding. I love that this, this episode has just basically turned into us reading IMDb. <laughs> Children of Men was – I like that movie, though. Yeah, that was good. good. Oh, he was assistant art and director. Skyfall. Yeah. Well – so visually, at least, there's the you like the movie or not? I guess visually, we will have a Revenge of the Sith look. <laughs> <laughs> but Alan Menken is doing the music, so does that mean that we're going to get all the same songs? That's a good question. Is have they said is it going to be a musical or is it going to? I believe that it is. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you get yeah. Alan Menken to do the music, I would imagine it's going to be the musical. Yeah, yeah I would too. I don't know why else you would get him to do the music. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're just using the same songs. and But you, i got to believe that he's going to write something else. It's not going to be the same I would hope songs. so. I mean, they got to include the classics, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of tired of these... The, we've talked about this before, but I'm tired of these live-action things. See, I, I thought you were excited about Dumbo. Oh, yeah, the Tim Burton Dumbo. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does. We are getting a little overboard. They got what they they have the Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah. Well, you know, I was looking yesterday, or I don't know if it was yesterday, when I got back from Ultron, Age of Ultron, I looked to see just sort of the upcoming films and when they were all slated for release. And speaking of the live action remakes, The Jungle Book is supposed to be released this year. I don't know if it's December or it's fall or December. We haven't seen anything about this movie, have we? I haven't seen anything. No. I, I mean, so. I, I saw one piece of concept art, but for a movie that's coming out at the end of this year, you'd think that we would have seen something by now. Unless I'm just being willfully ignorant of it, but I don't think that we've seen anything. I haven't seen anything. All right, switching for a second. Yes, I, please. I just came across something here. I just Googled Disney News quick. and <laughs> It looks like they're talking about Okay, first of all, I don't know whoever thought this was good, a good idea to make a land based off Avatar in Animal Kingdom. But they're doing it. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about things that are going to be in it. And they're saying they announced today it's going to have floating mountains, glowing forests, and a yeah. banshee ride based on the movie. I, I gotta say, I was not a fan of Avatar. No. And I am not really excited to see three more of them coming. Um <laughs> And I, I agree with you. I don't see why the decision was made to develop an entire land based off of it at Animal Kingdom. But from what I have seen, the tech that they're putting into this and the innovations that are coming out of Imagineering look mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just what, what, they've, what they're developing and inventing um, for this land and the experience is just mind-blowing. Um, and... You know, Joe Rohde, who is um, senior, one of the senior directors over there at Imagineering right now, and he was basically the creative force behind Animal Kingdom. Um, he's sort of heading up Avatar Land, and he, this guy knows what he's doing. You know, he's been right. at Disney for a long, long time, um, and he is, you know, very well respected even among the people who you know the the twitter disney crowd that likes to just bash everything that disney right. does he is still one of the people over there that gets major respect um and rightfully so um i've met him before and the guy is just phenomenal he's a great guy really knows we knows his stuff um and I have to believe that if this was really such a bad idea and it was really going right. to be a major stain on the parks or on Disney, I, I feel like he wouldn't. I don't, and I know he doesn't have sole control over this, but I, I feel like it would not have gotten it this far. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, just from the pictures alone, uh, they released them however long ago. It, was, it looked awesome. 
Yeah. It, it does look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the movies, but yeah. I want to go check this out once it's open. You know, like I want it looks like it's going to be a really cool place to visit. Right. Sounds and, pretty cool. I want to check and it out. I like I like the idea of it being open later and doing nighttime safaris and all that too. So Yeah, think- and they're going to bring a um a nighttime show to Animal Kingdom. So Animal okay. Kingdom once that opens, the park's going to stay open and it's not I mean it closes at 5 or 6 o'clock now. So it's going to yeah. stay open. There's going to be a um a nighttime show. Um, I'm not sure if it's, I don't know if they've been, what they've announced about it. I don't think that it's avatar themed, but I think that they're going to no. have some, some kind of a nighttime light show there. Um, so it, it can only be good for, you know, animal kingdom, just like, uh, Hollywood studios gets a lot of flack as having yeah. nothing, to, nothing to do at past like an hour and a half, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> It's going to be huge. I've seen some flyovers and some some aerial shots of of the construction site, and it's okay. huge. It's huge. It'll be interesting to see, that's for sure. And they're going to hype it as it comes up. Do you know the opening date for it? I oh, I have that. no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if they've announced. They probably have a target date, but I don't think they've officially announced anything. Right. It's going to look quick and see here. I got to get over there. I Wikipedia. Wikipedia tells me that uh, it's expected to open in early 2017. And if Wikipedia okay. says it, it must be true. It has five five citations on Wikipedia. Okay. You never see that. <laughs> you could write an academic paper from Wikipedia. You really could. Yes, and Will, going back, you need to get back down there. I, it sounds like maybe I should just – I'll wait until that opens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been this long, so. Yeah, two more years. Wait till, you're, wait till your son is four. It'll be perfect timing, and you can go down and check it all yeah. out. Wait until the next film comes out so it'll be hyped up. <laughs> I mean, the world does not need three more Avatar films. <laughs> it didn't no, need the first much. one. It didn't need... I, I, no, it didn't. It was I, very I, pretty. It was one of those movies that's very pretty, but that's it. There's nothing beyond that. Here's, I, I thought I was in the minority of not liking it. Like, I heard everyone talking about it, and that it took about a month or two of people telling me to go see it till I actually went and my dad and I went together and we sat there and when it ended, we just looked at each other and we were like, what did we just watch? <laughs> like, why are people telling us to go see this movie? <laughs> you just watched a huge billion dollar version of Pocahontas. Is yeah, what you Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do like Disney. I swear tonight turns out that I'm crapping all over them, but that's right. That's what we do, man. <laughs> We crap, we love, we love, we crap. It's all yeah. the same. <laughs> I do love Disney. That's what we do. We like the aspects of it that we like. But there exactly. are pl- plenty of things we don't like as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of, one of the other things that we were, that Jamie and I were kicking around was, um, I know you guys talked about the run Disney a, right. a few episodes ago. Um but uh, specifically the Star Wars and the Avengers races, both of mm-hmm. which I did this last year. Um, yes. They, uh, this past year was the first year for both of them, and they're both over on my side of the, the country, which is nice yeah. <laughs> for me anyway. Um, yeah, not so much Not so much for the rest of us. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not controversial at all. In people <laughs> yeah, <sort of>. no. <laughs> um, and, you know, I did both of them. And those are actually my son's first races, too. He did the, the kids' races, which was a lot of fun. But um, I, the, the one thing, before I get into the positives, is they're just so expensive. It's here, just here. Uh, you know, I was I was going to do them both again this year. And um, I was looking at the prices, especially because if you're going to do it, you might as well do one of the challenges so you get extra medals and shirts and everything else, which, again, is really cool. But for the the Avengers Challenge and the Star Wars Challenge, it's like three hundred and something dollars per person. Wow, it's crazy. And, and you know, that's more. Just, that's basically the same as all the rest of my races the whole year. Yeah, to just run the half is what is it? One ninety five still. Yeah, yeah. So two hundred bucks to run a half marathon is ridiculously insane. Yeah, but you, but you get to take your picture with college kids cosplaying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Never mind. The deal of the century. 
Well, and that's the thing with the Disney races that I didn't realize going into them because these I had never done any of the other Disney races. Um, so these were my first Disney races, and they weren't, you know, the main Disney races. Um, and so going into the Avengers race, I was actually completely shocked to see people standing in line to get their picture taken with people dressed up like the Avengers characters. And I was like, <laughs> this is a race. Why are you people standing in line? And then I was like, well, okay, that makes sense. You're you're here to have fun, not to race and, and everything else. Um, so it was, it was interesting. And, and it was actually pretty cool the, on the Star Wars race, seeing, going back to what we were talking about earlier, actually seeing the female characters from Star Wars in Disneyland for probably one of the few times ever. Uh, they had they had a, a, a Padme and a Princess Leia along the route. Oh, that's pretty what, cool. What, what costume was Padme wearing? Or what unit, outfit? The white one, the easy one. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they had her all um, painted up. And... Yeah, I want to see the big red one with the lights <laughs> on the bottom. Oh, yeah. No, the easy route. Well, and it's actually funny, again, going back to Avengers... Black Widow was completely missing from all of the merchandise for the Avengers race. Hmm. You know, they have purses and she wasn't even on the purses. So it's like they're making merchandise for women, but she was there as one of the photo ops. And of course that was probably the longest line. So again, obviously she's popular enough that that's the longest line of all the, well, her and Thor, I think were the two longest lines. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so it was pretty cool seeing, seeing all the characters, um and they are you know as expensive as they are you definitely are getting more for your money um they're definitely the most well organized of any race that i've done uh and especially with the challenges like i said i I love collecting medals and you know doing two races and getting three medals for it is is also (laughs) kind of nice yeah so what what do you get what do you get the medals for within the race for you so mentioned challenges what does that mean so, so I I think on almost all of the races now, D- Disney is doing they'll have whatever races they have for the weekend. So like for Star Wars, they have a 5K, a 10K, and a half. Okay. And they have the Rebel Challenge, which is you do the 10K and the half marathon uh, on back-to-back days. So you get you get your normal medal for doing the 10K, you get your the regular medal for finishing the half, and then you also get the Rebel Challenge medal um, for doing both. Uh, okay. So you get an extra one. And last year they didn't have a challenge for Avengers, but I guess they do this year. Okay. So what do you do with your medals after? Do you wear them around town? And <laughs> <laughs> I, the one thing I used to do is I used to wear my medal the day after the race to work, so I would wear okay. it all day long, so everybody knew why, why I was hobbling around. <laughs> um, but I don't do that anymore. Now I have I have a rack on my wall back here. It's behind That's me. Cool. You guys can't see it, but uh, with all my medals on it. Yeah, the um, I'm I'm we're really hoping that one of those races comes east, because <laughs> it it really it doesn't seem fair that Disneyland gets both, um, and you know Disney World gets what do we, what do we have the uh, the 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 Princess Half Marathon or is that <laughs> Disneyland I don't even know, in the Tinkerbell one. But um. This is going to date this episode, but so last night was the last running of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror 10 miler challenge. I'm butchering the, the official name of that. Um, <laughs> Nomenclature. Yeah, but this was the last running of it. So now there's, you know, conceivably a hole in the Run Disney mm-hmm. um, yearly calendar. So the big question now is what are they going to fill that hole with? Um, so I don't know. Some people are saying that one of those, either Avengers or Star Wars, is going to move east. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be, could be a brand new one. Don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But um, now the Tower of Terror one feels like to me like halfway through the race, you should get to the actual tower and have to ride the ride before you continue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> well, you know, I was pretty bummed. I had when I ran the marathon, I was told that. Um, uh, Expedition Everest was open and that you could okay. ride it and that there were you know certain rides that you could ride during the race and that was one of them. Okay. And that turned out to be a vicious nasty lie because it uh. was not, it was not open when I ran past it and there were they actually posted some cast members out front like shouting to everybody it's not open so I don't know <laughs> if they if it was supposed to be open and they had technical difficulties or if it was just bad 
communication, um, but whatever. So, Will, one of the questions that, you know, the only Disney race that I've run was the marathon, and it, it went through all four parks and all around the property. But Disneyland is much smaller. So how much of the races are actually in the parks and how much is just on the streets of Anaheim? Yeah, so what was interesting is the half marathon course, they – and I, since I have any of the races, I don't know how standard it is, but the course for Avengers and for Star Wars was different. Um, and I think one of the things that I heard was that they changed it so that you had a little bit more time in the park for Star Wars. But I would say maybe the first four miles is in the park. So you kind of go around Disneyland, you go around California Adventure, you get to see some backlot stuff, and then you kind of run on, on surface streets until you end up back at the park. Um, the one that was really cool about the Avengers race is that you actually got part of the, the outside of the park was running through um, uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim Stadium. <laughs> Talk about awful nomenclature. Yeah. Um, but you actually get a run in and you run around on the field and they have the camera on you. So as you run around, you get to see yourself on the Jumbotron, oh, cool. which oh, is that's cool. pretty cool. But they took that out during the Star Wars race. They changed it, and what I heard was they 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 changed it around so that you had a little bit more time in the park, but that made it that they you didn't have enough time at distance, I guess, for you to get all the way to, to the stadium, so they changed it. And so the outside of the park part was more boring than the Avengers race. So it's kind of a trade-off, a little bit more time in the park, but then the rest of the race was kind of boring compared to the Avengers race. Were there a lot of characters? Um, I don't have a point of reference for the, to compare to the, the regular Disney races, but from what I've heard, and even from you talking about it, it seems like they have a lot more characters at the, the, the kind of straight Disney races than they did mm. at these ones. Um, there weren't, they didn't have any of the other Disney characters out. It was just the people dressed up like the characters from, oh, the really? from Star Wars. Yeah. So even for the Star Wars race, they didn't have because you know, like for Star Wars weekends at Walt Disney at Hollywood Studios, they have like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy dressed mm. up like in Star Wars costumes. So they didn't even have those characters there. No, and I thought I thought they would have, but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't have them mm. dressed up in Star Wars or Avenger stuff at all. That's too. So bad. yeah, in terms of characters, it really then does feel like you're just running around a Comic Con because it's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of people wearing costumes I and mean, like makeup and, and like like black widow like you said there's a long line for black widow that's just some redhead wearing you know spandex exactly it's not like it was scarlett johansson yeah no, if Sparjo was standing there i think the line would have yeah. been even longer but yeah. if it's just some random you know like probably hollywood act you know like out of work actress who you know yeah. wearing you waitress know, yeah just some redhead wearing leather then I, I don't know why you would, you know, if, you, if you're running a race, why would you spend so much time waiting in line to get a picture with her? Instagram has to be fed, Jamie. You're right. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> I always forget. All right. And with that, and um, with that, <laughs> that I think uh, that pretty much brings us to a close this week. Um, Perfect. Next week, I think we're going to start talking about uh, my experiences with all the mommy bloggers um, at the uh, Disney Social Media Mom Celebration 2015. There's, I think I, I, think I, I, I can't. It. I can't wait to hear you talk about it, and I can't wait to hear about conversations that you're going to have. I don't know if you're going to bring up anything, but yeah. Well, I mean, I wish I had push it too much, but no, I wish I had more details to share at this point. I mean, we're recording a few weeks ahead, and I just did get a uh, a you know quote unquote official itinerary, um, and there's a few uh, surprise things on there. Um, so my interest has been piqued. Um, we have some really cool stuff going on inside the parks um they've they've given us you know included in our registration in, as part of the conference is a lot of really cool stuff which i'm sure i'll talk about um i think that we're going to be getting an advanced screening of one of the upcoming movies um my guess is probably inside out though it could be tomorrowland um so i'm sure we'll be talking about that um and there's just a lot of really cool stuff lined up for this so um we'll probably be talking about this for a couple of weeks once i get back yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And maybe 
you could uh, cultivate someone. Uh, cultivate. What am I talking about? Find find someone uh, while you're there that might want to come on the show with you too. So Justin, to banter. I will cultivate. Okay, you will cultivate a source. I will cultivate as many sources as possible. <laughs> that's my. I have to dumb down my speak sometimes. I'm used. No, to that's my... okay. You know, when I'm in a room with, with you know 200 <laughs> mommy bloggers and I'm one of two dads, I don't think I want to go around saying I need to cultivate you. <laughs> Probably not my best plan of attack in that room. To lead with, hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm gonna come home with lots of lots of great contacts and lots of great information. And oh, you, you know, by the I, I will probably just you'll have to shut me up because um, I can't wait. I'll just be talking endlessly. So perfect. But that's so, all in the future. So that's what's coming up. Uh, probably next week we'll be talking about that. I'm guessing. Yep. I think by the so. time this airs next week and yeah. Yep. Next week, according to everybody that's listening to this. That's right. Um, so, uh, Will, do you have anything you want to throw out before we uh, – any social media? Any yeah. Websites? Um, <laughs> like I mentioned, I'm on geekdad.com, um, and uh, I'm on Twitter at BillyTheBrick. Our podcast is on Twitter at CaptainOwenJ, and the name of our podcast is Sunday Evening with Captain Owen. Perfect. I think we'll throw some links in maybe this week to maybe in the description. Can you do that, Jamie? Yep. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll throw up the links and everything I usually do. Um, and it's also you know you can your Sunday evening with Captain Owen is on iTunes. And are you on Stitcher? Yeah, iTunes and Stitcher. Yep. And it is part of uh, the Geek Dad Podcast Network, which is also where we are um, at home. So depending on where you go for. For this show, you'll probably be able to find his show, Will's show, uh, also fairly easily. Great. Um, I am Justin at 140JustinC. Uh, pretty much all my social media is that, so Google it and you can find it. And I write at lifein140.com. Well, I'm supposed to write at that. I haven't done that in a while, but <laughs> that's where I write if I write. Uh, Jamie, why don't you say uh, what you've got going on and we'll, we'll get out of here. I am the Roarbots, um, pretty much everywhere. The Roarbots.com, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. It's just the Roarbots. T H E R O A R B O T S. Perfect. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. So oh, maybe we should say oh, what the show is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this is just a show that you should know. Um, I'm gonna get it wrong, so I'm you gonna always look. get it wrong. So let me try it this week. <laughs> yeah, you do it. You go All for right. it. The Great Big Beautiful Podcast. We are on Twitter at the GBB Podcast, and yes. we are on Facebook as GBB Show. Perfect. Thank you. And I just wanted to say hello to all of the Skywalking with Neverland uh, listeners. I noticed they after that show aired, we got a lot of retweets and a lot of people liking our Facebook page. So I'm guessing it's some of their crew popping over. Hopefully you'll stick around and we won't see all the all the likes drop off. I just want to say hi to all of them. Bye. Don't go away. Yeah, please. We'll get good again. It'll get good. We'll find a format. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Take care. This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad. The intro music on our show is provided by Key Theory. Go to kitheory.com.